Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of pink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters, Knight, Jay, Nova Hedonist, Tempest, Brianna Lynn, Fabe, Embers, Mama D, Daddy J, William P, Lady, Claire, Zytam, Savage Heart, Mr. N, and Mrs. Jess. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Dar and I talk a lot about all of our different toys that we love to use. So we figured we'd do an entire episode on just our favorite toys. Now, obviously, this is audio, so you can't see what we're talking about. We will be including all information on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, so that you can actually see what these toys are. And because Rara is absolutely obsessed with social media and can't put the phone down for more than 10 seconds at a time. I put it aside. (laughs) How long has it been now? I haven't checked in a bit. Uh, Let's see. 33 seconds. Damn, that's a new record for me. (laughs) We'll also include in the show notes any information that we have about where to purchase these toys. Now, I'll I'll be honest, some toys, I really don't remember where I got them from. But if I remember, then I will include those in the show notes. All right. So, Rara, would you like to tell us about your first favorite toy? I will. It is the perfect Princess Rara impact toy because it is a pink sparkly bat. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) Of course it is. Now, it literally actually has glitter on this thing. Like, you'll see it when we put up the pictures and everything, but I'm staring at this thing right now and it's just covered in glitter. Is that like, is it like the glitter was just glued on? Does the glitter come off or is it like epoxied? Honestly, I don't ask these questions. Wait, let me touch it. Oh, no, it's pretty smooth. It's uh, the glitter doesn't come off. It's completely smooth. This particular bat, it's a mini bat. I would say it's maybe two feet long. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to judge since I'm only five feet. I mean, it's bigger than a dick, so. That's true. (laughs) I would hope so because this would hurt as a dick. You know, anything is a dildo if you try hard enough. What what was that? (laughs) So the reason that I love this bat, in addition to the fact that it's pink and sparkly, which right there puts it at the top of the list, (laughs) but it gives the best sensation. It is completely thuddy. You can go light for those people who need less pain. Me! You can also wind up and hit for those who need a lot of pain. Me! (laughs) Now, I use this both as a bottom and as a top. When I'm bottoming to it, it is amazing and fun and feels so good. I get hit on my buttocks, on my thighs. I don't necessarily recommend this for boob impact. Oh, no. But as a top, one of my favorite things to do, because again, exhibitionist who loves to include the entire crowd in my scenes, I will usually start joking around and saying things like, you know, batter up, 
winding up, and I'll twirl it a couple times as if I'm in the batter's box winding up and getting ready to hit. It- yeah, because she thinks that she's a baseball player and can actually say these things like it makes sense. It amuses me. And really, isn't <laughs> well, it that all that matters? <laughs> it amuses everybody else. Trust me. Now, I did get this several years ago at Crucible's LFMP. Now, the LFMP is the Leather Factory. I'm not sure exactly. What I have LFMP. no idea. <laughs> but basically, it's a vendor event that Crucible normally has twice a year not COVID times, obviously, where they have the entire dungeon is set up with vendors and you go around and you shop till you drop. And this is one of those items that as soon as I saw it, I had to have it. Now, what's also really cool is I have the matching cane. Oh, but I didn't pick it as a favorite because I have a love-hate relationship with canes. I love to hate them. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate that I love them. So it's really complicated. <laughs> but this bat, there was absolutely nothing wrong with it. It is sheer perfection. Sounds lovely. Now we're going to talk about my first favorite toy that I chose. And lo and behold, <laughs> what is this, Rara? It looks suspiciously like a bat. It is a bat. I do love this one. It's a little bit smaller than Rara's, not in length, but in girth. Actually, I think it might be a little longer. Well, size we bats? Size doesn't matter. It's what you do with it. Oh, and we do very different things with our <laughs> glorious bats here. Panda Darling gave me this bat. I think technically it's still hers, but since I've wrapped it in conductive tape, I, I think it belongs to me now. And it didn't uh, come like that? No, it didn't. I actually made this. Was it pink sparkly underneath it, and you had was the nerve not, to cover it up? It most certainly was not pink and sparkly. Okay, First of all, God. nobody would give me anything <laughs> pink and sparkly. They all give those to you. And second of all, I think it was just like your standard wooden mini bat. It's it's um hefty. It's got some... That was my hand, not my ass or rah rahs. But anyway, it. I actually wrapped it. I can it loan in, my ass to the cause if we need to. I'm just, sure just you saying, will. I'm just saying. I'm sure we can actually arrange that at some point during this podcast. I will probably end up hitting you with one of these bats. She ends up hitting me most of the time. It's just usually because she's angry at me. But that's a whole <laughs> different story. No, I don't. I don't ever hit you without your consent. Oh, well, I've given you blanket consent to hit me whenever you that's want. True. Can I just reach over with this bat and poke you in the boobs? Yes. Okay. Anyway, so I got some conductive copper tape and I wrapped the entire thing in this tape. It is completely 100% covered in conductive material. So what we do is when I'm doing electro, of course, this is one of my new favorite electro impact tools. The marks that this baby leaves on somebody are absolutely stunning. I'm pretty sure that was one of the implements you used on me during our video. Oh, it was because when you saw it, you went, a bat. And for those who didn't get a chance to see the video, that's because you're not a patron. If you became a patron at the electrifying or impactful level, then you would get to see these videos of Dara beating me with this bat. Is that um, smooth enough? Did that? Did that? That, just... that was pretty slick. But Thank I was you. going to add that the next video <sighs> is um yes. Go ahead, say it. Say um, it, Dara. Say it. Say it. Say it, it, it say might. It, say it. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, we're not recording that. That's private. <laughs> That took me a second. I was like, wait, what? Oh, we did that already. <laughs> no, it was, uh, she, <laughs> Robert's going to hit me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We had a campaign that if we got 10 more patrons, 
Dara would have to bottom for impact. Now she selected 10 because she figured that would take forever. But I love you listeners because it did not take us even a week. What is wrong with you people? So I will be hitting her ass. Hashtag beat her ass is happening. Mm, so exciting. <laughs> Yay. Where's my enthusiastic consent, Dara? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, back to my Electrobat. Sorry, I sidetracked us. <sighs> she does that so often. Anyway, so my Electrobat, you hit people. You don't want to do it as hard as you would if you were just doing a regular impact scene because the point isn't the impact. The point is the electro sensation afterwards. So you give it a little smack and then you sort of drag the end across where you just smacked and it kind of doubles the sensation. So you've got the blood rushing to the surface of the skin she because said the impact. Blood. It's not external <laughs> blood. It's internal blood coming to the surface where you can't see it. It's just a red mark. Excuse me. I just I'll behave now. Every time I say excuse me to her, I want to go, excuse me? Anyway, so after you hit, you drag. The, I'm never going to get through this. You drag the implement across it and it leaves an even more red mark. And it's like super super sensitive after that and that i believe is what actually gets the mark to be more popping is the electro sensation after the smack all right i'm done with the bat next your turn (laughs) number two i'm a bad girl i should probably be spanked with a bat with anything at this point (laughs) i'll take it well i mean you are teaching me impact so at one point during this episode you're probably gonna have to show me how to use something Well, I'm over here right now making nice to my next item because I like to play with it and I like to touch it. And by making nice to it, she's sitting stroking there it. stroking it in front of me and she's like, she's, oh my God. No, you didn't. I did. Did you just kiss it? I just kissed it. You're... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what the, the worst part about this right here is you're getting off to stroking this and kissing this item. Yeah. But you're making very good eye contact <laughs> with me right now. So it's a little awkward. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> so I should think it's going to be one of the silliest episodes we've ever done. That's saying a lot because our episodes are usually pretty silly. Yeah, because at any random moment, you could be yelling something about salami and then it's just gone. <laughs> oh my God, you brought it up this time. It wasn't even me. <laughs> I did it on purpose just for you. That's how much I love you. I had to bring up the salami. I love you too. I need to go shopping. I'm low on salami. I mean, we were just at the store. (laughs) It's okay. All right, ready? Let's talk about this item that I am so lovingly, gently caressing. This is my all-time flavorite. That's easy for me to say. I'm keeping that in the episode. (laughs) I am not cutting it. I have that feeling. It is my all-time favorite vlogger and the reason is because the falls are made from deer skin Ooh. and it is so soft here yeah let's touch it <gasps> oh that's so nice oh my god i don't think i've ever held this before see oh, the falls nice. are spectacular hold on a minute let's do this okay see now you now you understand why i was are you trying to 
show them the- I'm trying to show them the sound. Can you shut up for like five <laughs> seconds? Fine. They're not gonna hear it. Yeah, they're not gonna hear it. It's nice. The reason that I love this fogger, which by the way, in case you were wondering, yes, it is pink. I mean, who who was actually wondering that? And probably nobody who listens Hold to Hold on, us let at me this point. let me just duck down and take a look really quick. Hang on one second. Okay. Yep, they're all pink. No, that's not true. One item is white, only because it doesn't come in pink. <sighs> okay. Continue with Thank your you. skin flogger. The reason that I love this flogger is the very first flogger that was ever used on me when I joined the lifestyle was a deer skin flogger. And so this brings back happy memories. Is there a reason why it would have been like a specific reason why they were using that versus versus like a, a heavier grade flogger? Because that seems pretty light to me. Mine is light because with my small hands and small stature, I cannot hold the floggers that are that are bigger. Okay. There's a flogger called a mop flogger. And those have very, very heavy with a lot of falls on them. And those, when they hit you, you will move. Okay. I, but it's is it still deerskin? It can come in anything. Okay. And you can get those in deerskin. No, see, what I was asking was, was there a specific reason why the deerskin was used on you first? I think that's just the flogger that he was most proud of because it was the most wonderful, gentlest. I mean, if you hit hard enough, this will hurt. I like this because you can hit it gently and lightly, and it's great for warm up. I mean, everybody who touches this finds themselves stroking it. I mean, to what I'm doing right now, it's pretty freaking <laughs> sexy. I will admit that it yeah. was nice to stroke that. So th- that's why it's good. But if you hit hard enough, it will it will get you. I mean, I would not say this is the most painful flogger that I have by any stretch of the imagination. It is a phenomenal warm up and cool down flogger. I mean, I did a scene two weeks ago with somebody and they hadn't picked this out as one of the ones they wanted to use. So I brought it to them and asked them. And as soon as they felt it and started stroking it, she was like, oh yeah, let's use this one. Is that the one where when I was trying to record my electro scene for our bonus episode, you could hear in the background that was the scene i don't know if it was the flogger that was doing it or something else but that was the scene <laughs> it's like everywhere well you're in my dungeon so yes yes it is so um i'm thinking yeah is that one of the items that you plan on hitting me with when we do our uh hit hit her or beat her ass video hashtag beat her ass yes absolutely because this one especially for somebody who is new to impact is perfect okay now, again, this one I got at Crucible's LFMP. And the funny thing with it is that I went into the LFMP with a budget and I spent all the money that I intended to. And then I found this flogger and I said, no, I can't do it. And I left. And then I came back 30 minutes later and I played with it some more and I went, no, no, I can't. I can't do it. And I left again. I think that happened four times total before I finally came back and the guy looked at me and goes, are you ready to buy it now? <laughs> and I said, yes, here's my money. <laughs> So next on my list is my strap-on. Oh, which one is it? This is my, this. well, I actually, I have a couple of them. This one's my favorite. This is, it's red and it's like red silk. It doesn't have like the, the up the butt part. It's not like a thong <laughs> that some normal ones have. This one is, it kind of cups the butt. Ooh, it's, sounds very lovely. It actually looks like a corset. Interesting. It's a it's a mini corset looking thing that's red and it's got like the little harness on the front and you can put different rings in it of different, you know, for different size dildos. And this is, I just love it. It just makes me feel so 
sexy. It makes me feel so dommy when I'm wearing it. I feel like I'm the bitch in charge, which, you know, you I are. am when I'm wearing that. I am anyway. I mean, I'm always the bitch in charge, but except for with daddy, then I'm not, obviously. And I know you're listening right now, and I'm sorry. I'm not in charge. I love you. <laughs> I think bye. <laughs> anyway, so I just... It's it's really comfortable. It's more comfortable than other strap-on harnesses that I've had. And I love the way the silk makes me feel. And you can do it with or without the panties. It's whatever. It's it's just so comfortable. It does come in regular and plus sizes. So anybody okay. can get That's one. Good. I think I got it off of, of all places, your friendly neighborhood kink store, Amazon. Oh, Amazon is the best neighborhood kink store. It's everywhere and it shows up in discreet little packages and your neighbors never have to know what kinky shit is in there no you could get a full-on what it, what is the great american dildo delivered to you and you don't <laughs> nobody will know the great american dildo have you never seen that thing no i have not seen the great american dildo it's a monster oh i'm gonna have to look that up now yeah you are one of my best memories using this thing is one of my partners several years ago we used it on each other yes so we i would use it on him because it was one of his things that he wanted to try and do was get better at receiving anal and it was actually one of the things i wanted to work on as well so we worked up to it so i used it on him of course and we probably did this once a week or so we would have a, a session where he would come over and we would um train play. each other yes play Absolutely loved using it on him. This was the dude who was over seven feet tall. Oh, I knew who it is. Yes. <laughs> I knew you would as soon as I said that. There's not too many people who fit that description. Lovely, lovely partner. Actually, he's the one that uh, when I mentioned it to Highland Tiger, I said, hey, do you remember so-and-so? And she goes, oh, yeah, horsecock. Oh, my. Yeah. Anyway, so one day we decided that he was going to DP me wearing this. So he put on my strap-on harness. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He just kind of stuck it out the the one side. Okay. You know? So that's what I'm trying to... F- All right. I'm trying to get a mental image. Yeah. Was it, so it was, was like... Was it next to the, co- the monster cock? No. It was, it was one on top of the other, but he had to like kind of stick it out one side okay, and well, kind of move it a All little. right. So... It took some maneuvering. I'm just trying to... Well, I'm trying to figure out. So when he DP'd you, which went where? Oh, the dildo went in my ass and okay. the, the horse cock went in my pussy. Gotcha. Just making because sure. Because the other way around. It was not going to happen. Wasn't going to work. <laughs> okay. That's a whole different story. That's what story. I was making sure. Different story right there. But yeah, so it was super, super amazing. I, I've actually never done that since. That was the only time I've ever done that. But well, I did it several times with him, but it was it was just mind boggling. That's a lot of dick. That was a little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was great. I will say. I had a good a good time was had by all. Yay. All right. So next up for me, I don't know what the official name of this is, but I am calling it the Leather Claw Gloves. That's exactly what I was going to call it. Because they're not vampire gloves. Nope. Totally different. Because vampire gloves have the spikes on the palm and on the fingers. These literally have just a claw at the end. They are, of course, pink. Of course. But because, yeah, duh. There's there's a bit of a theme going on here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, I have no idea. These I got from our good friend, Sire Don. 
at SireDonLeather.com. Just a reminder, guys, if you buy anything from Sire Don Leather, use the code PINKKING and you will get 10% off of what you purchase. He is so, so amazingly good at customizing stuff, you guys. Like He picked out a specific color purple that is just for me, for Khaleesi, because, you know, Violet Wand, I had to go with purple. And with Rara, he always manages to get the perfect shade of pink. Well, not only that, but what's amazing, so let's start with the fact that I had to get the extra, extra small size. Because you teeny. (laughs) (laughs) But they were still too wide. The extra, extra small fit my hand. But it was still way too wide around the wrist. And he fixed that. Did he actually like tool the leather and stuff? Yes, he actually did. And he took it in. So now it fits perfectly. Oh, wow. They are beautiful. That's how good he is. Here, you, give me you an have a set of You have a set of them? I have two? Of them. Yeah. Okay. I, I was afraid to put both of them on. Oh, that's nice. Oh, you can go harder than that. I, give me, I try to get to your you're arm. You're so short. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. All right, I'm going to do the rest of this episode topless with her scratching me because that's like amazing. So I obviously will only top with these gloves because there's nobody else on the planet whose hands are going to fit into these I want to try it. I want to try it. Oh my it. God, if you get your hands stuck in my brand I'm gonna try new it. gloves, I'm going to kill you. Those, that's the right-handed and that one's even tighter. So good luck. Okay, wait, I'm, I'm, no, I'm in. She's in. That's what, I got, I'm that's up what to the he wrist. said. That's what he said. Don't get him stuck, please. Nope, that's it. That's as far as I can go. You can't get them in. Nope. Now, what I love about these gloves is that they can be sensation play, where it's just light scratching like I did with Dar here. Or for those who are into pain, obviously, I can go a lot harder. Oh, you could have gone so much harder on me. Like, if you do that on my back, go nuts. Yes. Now, the thing you do have to be careful with is they are sharp enough you probably can draw blood. Nope. No blood. Which, as much as I have no issue with blood, my concern just becomes then sterilizing because obviously I cannot stick leather gloves into disinfectant. Yeah. To get this properly cleaned. So and that's I don't probably something that. that you should not blood play with unless you got a second pair somehow. And at this price, no. <laughs> I mean, these, this is real leather, folks. So while it was not cheap, it was reasonable and it was fair and it was so worth it. Oh, and they're sexy as shit. Just the sheer softness of that leather. Oh, so makes this you want is, to rub your face and, in it. And what's great about this is you can scratch on top of their head. You can scratch in their body. One of my favorite things to do is in the middle of an impact scene, once you've warmed up, once you've got the blood flow closer to the skin, then you switch to the gloves and you scratch. And it is so much stronger of a sensation when all the blood flow is right at the skin level than when you scratch and it's not. And it's amazing how good that feels. So that is something that I cannot wait. I've only been practicing with it. I haven't gotten to use it yet, but I'm going to, and I can't wait. I'm guessing based upon the look on your face, Dar, you would like this included in your impact scene. I mean, it's not exactly impact, but it isn't, but but yeah, I like them. And just- I'm glad you actually said that because let's just clarify something. Impact scene doesn't mean you are doing impact 100% of the time. It can be, but one of the fun things in an impact scene is to incorporate other forms of sensation. So that would mean not only impact, but maybe you've got a soft glove or something, furry glove. Ooh, rabbit that, fur. Rabbit fur that you can rub over the areas. Because again, once you've done the impact and you've got the blood flow at the surface, all of these extra sensations will be magnified. So you can do the gloves and scratch. You can do the fur 
Okay. So I won't do, so I won't do just impact because it also gives you a break. Yeah, I'm going to need that. Yes, my love. I know you will. Ugh. I I can be gentle. Really? I I it's not as much fun for me, but I can do it. Okay. Well, if you want to keep me, <laughs> I want to keep you. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of funny because our toys are actually lining up more right. than I thought they would. <laughs> We just use funny. them so differently. We do. Like, you know, it's it's apples and oranges. They're both fruit, but they're really different. So my next toy is a scratchy item. I had this on the table and I didn't know she was going to pull out the gloves, but it's still scratchy. This one is your standard, ordinary copper head scratcher. It's, is that what it's meant for? Yeah, it's actually a head scratcher. And I'm not going to do it on you because I don't want to mess mess up up your hair. hair, But I don't consent to that. Normal people really (laughs) love this thing. People who are not completely obsessed with their hair. There is one person who I do let use that on me because I'm such a brat during our scenes that if I let him do stuff like that, then I can totally brat out. Who is it? That's our friend John. Oh. The only person that I brat to in scenes. (laughs) He deserves it. Yeah. I love you, John. (laughs) He's going to come after me. I'm going to let him. No, I actually, I think I got this from like Bed Bath & Beyond. They sell them there. Oh, another kinky store. Yeah. Oh, God, you can get so much stuff from there. Like, pervertibles are the best. Anyway. Oh, that would, you know what we need to do for a fun mini episode? Go shopping. Go shopping. Hell yeah. Okay. That's a great idea. <laughs> we can hit, hey, send us a voicemail or a message or any kind of way that you're going to get a hold of us. Tell us what your favorite kinky store is that isn't actually a kinky store. And maybe we'll be able to, if we have it in the area, go shopping and do a little mini episode from the aisles of Bed Bath & Beyond and wherever else you go. Home Depot. I know that's one. We, is there an Amazon store around here? Like, can we go shop at their warehouse or something? They have a grocery store. Oh, <laughs> that's I don't not think the same. that's going to work. No. All right. So anyway, this is one of those things that just looks like, uh, you know, it's got a long copper top and then it's got these tines sticking out the bottom that are very long, very flexible. And each one has a little plastic ball at the end because you don't want to remove these because then that scratches too hard. This actually protects the scalp and doesn't make it too terrible. Again, normally this is just used as a head scratcher and it's the sensation of it is beautiful. Like it just sends you into nirvana immediately. Now, electrifying it makes it even more nirvana-like. You don't understand. Like I've had people tell me they've orgasmed from having this done to them during an electro scene. Really? Oh, yeah. Do you remember my uh, one of my first electro sluts? Yes. She did it. Oh, wow. Yeah. She she kept telling me how much she loves it. And then I posted a picture of this on my social media the other day on my Instagram. And another one of my electro sluts who unfortunately hasn't been able to get any electro for a while, but I miss you. I love you. She immediately posted back that this thing makes her melt. Aww. This is a definite crowd favorite. I bring it with me every single time I do demos. Whenever I go to big parties like Fetball, I always have this thing with me. It is glorious. It is pretty. It is. It's so, I'm very into the copper look. I ha- You can get it in silver. You can get it in copper. You can get it in whatever. There's a whole bunch, but I had to be steampunk about it. So I got copper. <laughs> you and your steampunk. Well, it also, I mean, it's what is most conductive too. Copper is extremely conductive, so that was just super convenient. Look at me talking about electro like I actually know anything. You did very good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Do I get a reward? I mean, I kind of said that to you just like I would to my puppy. So do you want like a treat? Yeah, but what's my treat? I don't know, coffee. 
Okay, that works. <laughs> I'll have to pick you up a pink drink or something. <gasps> pink drink, yes. <laughs> I introduced Dara to the pink drink and I converted her. She I loved mean, it. It's really good. What's not to like about it? It was delicious and it's pretty. Of course it is. <laughs> she comes out of my house and she's like decked out completely in pink. Her wallet, her purse, her coat, her glasses, her mask. I'm pretty sure your hat during the winter was pink. Your computer, your water bottle, your coffee mug, everything is pink. Yeah. Again, my- do you sense a pattern here? I, I don't know what you're talking about. No, you deny it all you want. The whole <laughs> world knows you're obsessed. So back to my head scratcher thing. Okay, yes. Whenever I have a bad day, that's the first thing daddy grabs. Aww. It doesn't matter if it's electrified or not. I mean, it's better if it's electrified, obviously, but it doesn't matter. This thing is just, the sensation of it is enough to just make you sink down. Does your legs start twitching? You know, like a dog when you're scratching their belly? No. Just asking. (laughs) This is an educational podcast. I, wanna, I do. I want to teach our listeners. I do, however, get lots of goosebumps. And I will say I get very hard nipples from the scratching. Oh, I, I do have a little scratching. Uh, I don't know if you could call it a fetish, but I do have lots of physical reactions to scratching. Yes. Scratching is nice. Oh, I love it. All right. On to the next. What I lovingly refer to. I know what that one is. Okay. It is the motherfucker. Ding, 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 ding. You are correct. But this is the mini version of the motherfucker. The original motherfucker is larger. Well, yeah. That this just is, goes without saying. This is a Rara sized motherfucker. So it's the mini motherfucker. Because it, we have a mini Rara. So she needs <laughs> mini everything. I'm a full size Rara. I just am only available in small sizes. <laughs> So if you would like to order your full-size Rara, <laughs> it only comes in size extra small. <laughs> I can't even argue with her about that because nope. it's so true. All right. So how do we describe the mini motherfucker? Well, it pink. is. Well, hold on. I was getting there. I don't need to tell them that. They're going to I assume mean, it. It is five. What'd you call it? This is, I think these are plas- rods. They're rods. Five rods. They are sh- together. So they can hit. Oh, I can actually show you the sound on this one because this one makes a great sound. All right. I'm going to sit back. Now, depending upon whether you're hitting at the tip of it or you're using the closer to the handle. Oh, the sound changes. What is the sensation? It is more thuddy than stingy. But not as thuddy as, let's say, the bat does. Okay, can I can I try it? You want to? Yeah, just a little. You can go harder than that. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, what I love about the mini one in particular is this is small enough to do breast impact because okay. you can control it and hit without hitting somebody's face or, in my case, my nipples because my nipples are usually off limits. They're just too damn sensitive to handle any sort of impact on my nipples. Okay, yeah. In fact, I laugh. I had a top who, when I told him, he was really great about it. He says, not a problem. And then he kept covering my nipples whenever he'd hit me. And I started to wonder, was he doing that to protect me or cop a feel? I don't know. Oh, he was definitely <laughs> just trying to grab your nipples. But it's quite all right because it worked. <laughs> I was happy because my nipples were being grabbed and happy because they were being kept safe. <laughs> now, sadly, the motherfucker did not come in pink. Oh. So I pinkified it. Oh, God. Is that a word? Is that a thing? It is in my world. Okay, so hashtag pinkified. Hashtag pinkified. I found pink glittery tape and I put it around the handle. So now it is a true Princess Rara toy because it has pink glitter on it. 
I'm actually kind of surprised that you didn't put pink glitter around each and every one of the rods. I I guess I could have, but I was worried it would change the sensation. Okay. Now, as a bottom for this, this I was introduced to originally by our friend John. This is one of our favorite toys. I love the motherfucker. This one can be used as part of your blood play because the material is not porous and you can clean it. So what usually happens is first John draws my blood and then he hits me with the motherfucker. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you have to. I have to. I'm educating. All right. I got this. I can Zen face. Here we go. So I got, again, my mini motherfucker at Crispel's elephant pee. And I'm sorry, I don't have more information about that. But I do believe there are, might be, I think, called Creative Kink does also sell a motherfucker. And in case you're wondering, we didn't come up with the name motherfucker. When I bought this, the sign on the vendor's table next to it called it the motherfucker. And my guess is probably because if you get hit hard enough, you're going to yell motherfucker. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) I was like, it's got to be something like motherfucker. (laughs) That's so accurate. The motherfucker is what was used when the story that I told you about John hitting me and everybody turning and watching us because they couldn't understand how I could be hit that hard and be giggling. Right. That I was being hit with the motherfucker. I think you did mention that. Which yeah. makes me happy. And then John, by the way, after listening oh, to I that episode. Oh, I got in such trouble for that. Oh my God. It was glorious. He came over and said, all right, now listen, sweetheart. <laughs> that was not 100% hitting you. It was more like 80%. Okay. I will believe him. Good thing he can't see my eyes at this point or my face. By the way, John, she's totally rolling her eyes right now and not believing you that it was your 80%. So I think you need to go full 100 on her ass one of these days and show her what the difference is. Okay? What's really funny is that sometime in the near future, we recorded a scene where I bottomed to John in Impact. And (laughs) I got in a lot of trouble in that scene because of the different things that I was saying into the microphone during the scene. And I liked it. I haven't actually listened to oh, that. Oh, you haven't? No, I was uh, I was going to save it for the next uh, round of bonus episodes that we release. I haven't listened to any of it yet, but woo, it's really funny. I don't know what it is with my relationship with John, who I adore, but nobody makes me into a brat more than John. Like some of the other tops that I worked with were watching the scene and we were talking about it afterward. And they're like, you never brat to us like that. I'm like, I know. I I don't know what it is with John. My inner brat just comes flying out. Really? Your inner brat doesn't come out for anyone else except for the one top that you work with? During impact. But, But there's no one else that your inner brat comes out around? No, I don't know what you're talking about, Tara. Not even when I go into little mode? Okay, when you go into little mode, it's not that my brat comes out. My big annoyed sister comes out. Which is a total sassy brat. Which is, she is a sassy brat. She's a teenager. But it's different. (laughs) It's really fun to to go into little space and trigger Rara with it. Oh my god. Yeah, it's wild. Those are the only two times that I don't know what happens. There's nothing intentional. It just comes out. As soon as she goes into little space, annoying, frustrated, bratty teenager just shows up. My next toy is uh, a bit of a shocker (laughs) (laughs) because it's not an electro toy. (gasps) What? I mean, you own non-electro toys. I mean, technically, the strap on wasn't, wasn't, though I bet when you fuck somebody, they find it shocking. 
not really. Sorry, they I, don't find I can't it get away. I can't get away with dad jokes. I'm not a dad. Sorry. <laughs> I do dad jokes all the time. They're the best. <laughs> anyway, I suppose you could make these an electro toy because they are metal. Ooh, now I really want to know what they are. But they're not inherently, well, actually none of the stuff that I've talked about is inherently an electro toy, so it doesn't matter. All right, this is for a very particular fetish that I have. Um, I'm trying to peek at what they what don't, it is. She's look. hiding it. Don't look. All right. It's a very particular fetish that I have. And funnily enough, Rara and I have the same fetish. We've discussed this before. Oh, I know what it is. But again, just like everything, everything else, else that we do. We have the fantasy of it is very, very different. So I'm not sure Rara would like to use these in particular, but they're part of my fetish that goes with, well, they're part of my fantasy that goes with this fetish. Okay. So they are metal. Yes. They are somewhat long. Yes. You can open them up. Ooh, yes. And they go inside you. Ooh. If you, if you guess pair of agony, you are dead wrong. Close. <laughs> but no. We're not going there, guys. We're not. You know what a pair of agony is? I can't say I do. Oh, shit. So it's actually a medieval torture device that I want to say these are based off of. And you you open it up, you insert it like an egg, and then you open it up and it actually, you know. <laughs> what is that a technical term? <laughs> I rips you apart is actually the term, but I didn't want to really say it. <laughs> It's not funny. It's not sexy. And here we are laughing about it on a No, on a I'm not laughing about podcast. it. I'm laughing I'm laughing about you. Oh, my technical term. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I swallowed a cow. <laughs> Can you breathe? <laughs> I did it! I did it again! <laughs> Oh, this makes me happy. <laughs> I'm just going to come out with all the barn animals now and see how often she laughs. Okay. I think we need to like time sometimes. Look at one of our episodes and find out how much of it is talking versus how much is laughing. I don't think you can consider this laughing. I'm pretty sure it's just cackling. <laughs> see? It's okay, I'm going to count how many times I get you to snort. You're two already in this episode. <laughs> Damn it. Well, it's a compliment because I only snort when it's really hard laughing. All right, half this episode is literally going to be just us witch cackling here. On to the items. Okay. Now Again, they would like to know what it is. Not the pair of agony, but if you know what the pair of agony is, you've probably already guessed that these are speculums ah yes i have two in two different sizes both metal because you can't electrify the plastic shit and i'm sure at some point oh my god you put those inside and then you electrify them i'm pretty sure i haven't actually used them yet these are these are in a bag and they've never been used i've had them for like four oh, years that is sad they've never been used that is sad daddy J. well oh, I'm daddy J. am hoping that daddy J and nurse tempest oh will do a scene with me using these gotcha that's that's on my plan list well why don't you tell our listeners about your fantasy and how this is incorporated into it okay well let me uh put these down okay my fantasy which is similar to rara's but as you will probably figure out as soon as we open our mouths, okay. oh so different i've mentioned before i have a humiliation fetish 
part of it is it's not the humiliation of getting criticized, although, you know, that's no, actually, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. I don't get off to being criticized. It's the complimentary one. And I recently learned that there's another side of this. If you're not humiliated by it, you're not like embarrassed by it. It's a what? It, it's a praise kink. Oh, yes. Praise I learned kink. about this one. Rara for sure has a praise kink. And I suppose I do too, but I get very, very embarrassed by it. Well, it's part of the love language of words of affirmation. Yeah, but I can't. I blush so hard about it, dude. It's like no. it's it's bad like bright red splotches all over the place bad oh yeah no i i need those words of affirmation i need to know yeah i'm a good girl and i've done a good job rara is powered off of words of affirmation i sort of shrink down i love it but well i can't afford to shrink down so i don't ever (laughs) shrink down (laughs) and me being the amazon i could afford to lose a few inches and i'll still be normal size but no, I get really hot, really blushy, and I sort of shrink in. And I just thinking about it, I had to cross my legs right now because I'm starting to get a little tingly. Ooh. I love it. And one of them is the power exchange aspect of humiliation also does it for me. So it's the medical fetish doctor scene, but it's not the fucking at the doctor scene okay. that they do in porn. It's the power exchange of the dominant role doing other things, like a like a medical exam where you have the students come in and they're looking at you and making their notes and commenting about it. Oh, see, I've had that happen in real life, so there's no fantasy it's, involved in that. I mean, I've had nurses and stuff <laughs> while the doctor's doing stuff in there, and there's nothing great about it, but... In the fantasy where it's the other kinksters doing it and playing the role of it, Mm -hmm. then hell yeah, I totally get off to that. So the speculums are the representation for me of that fantasy of being open, quite literally open, open, exposed, and being in that humiliating setting where I'm being looked at, examined, poked, prodded, experimented on, and it's very clinical. Nowhere in my scene is it romantic. Nowhere in my scene in my head is it sexy. It's very clinical and very professional, but it's done in a way that isn't. I I, I can't really explain that. And, And again, this is what's interesting about perception and perspective, because I have similar, but to me, it has nothing to do with humiliation. Like I have the fantasy of I go to the doctor. And I tell the doctor, I have a medical condition that I have difficulty orgasming. So I'm going to get a medical exam where he is going to check me over and hopefully through his abilities will help me orgasm. So you know what you do? Just go in there and tell them that you need treatment for hysteria. Is that what it is? Yeah, they'll pull out the vibrator and be like, this is the only physical treatment for hysteria Uh, that you could possibly have. And then they make you come like 10,000 times. Uh, If only I had a doctor that I'd want to do that with. (laughs) (laughs) We do know a nurse. I do. She's one of our dearest friends. We could probably arrange that as well. All right. We'll I'll, see. Can I be the receptionist for that scene? You want to be the sh- Of course. I would love to. <laughs> I'll be the intake receptionist. <laughs> intake. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and you said you couldn't do dad jokes. Dad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by an incredibly talented photographer, Jay Yee. Jay offers a wide variety of vanilla photo shoots such as headshots, conventions, weddings, family photos, dating profile photos, proposals, and more. Rara and I have known Jay for years, and when his clients have given permission, we've been able to see some of his photos. And wow, we are amazed at how he is able to capture a moment in time that shows the joy and beauty of the people in the photo. I remember seeing some maternity shots that he did, and the mother was glowing. 
I can only imagine how it will feel to look back on those photos years from now and remember the excitement she felt that was so clearly captured in the photos. But what's so cool about Jay is he is a kinkster himself, so he also offers amazing kink photos. He can do solo shoots, such as boudoir photos, or couple shoots, like a collaring ceremony. Maybe you want professional shots of your scenes, like rope suspension. If you have an idea, Jay can probably make it happen. He works throughout the Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. areas, but he's also willing to travel to some parts of West Virginia. You can reach out to Jay to discuss your photo needs either through his website at www.jyephoto.com. That's J-Y-I-P-H-O-T-O.com or even through FetLife. His handle is ISO800. And if you visit his website, which we will list in the show notes, you can see some of his beautiful work. So if you need someone to help you capture those once-in-a-lifetime moments, check out jyephoto.com. You're up, my darling. I, are you sure you're ready for this? I only picked one of these. I had so many, <laughs> I had to narrow it down. She picked only one. I only picked okay. one because I, I didn't want to make poor dark call red. But Dear sweet God, what the fuck is that? Oh, and she turned it around <laughs> and there's spikes. Okay. This <laughs> is an evil stick. Uh-huh. A true evil stick. It looks it. Yeah. That looks like a pair of cleats. Yes. It is a heart with spikes on it. She's, you guys don't understand. She's sitting here spinning it in her, in her fingers right now and just making it catch the light with all the sparkles. And then she turns it around and there's like cleat spikes sticking out of the back of this thing. Now, in case there was any doubt in anybody's mind, this is pink sparkle heart. <laughs> No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) I can't help it. My dungeon colors are pink and black. Okay. So my colors are like purple and black, but they used to be red and black. So I have a lot of like red stuff, but then mostly just black stuff because it's very versatile. And copper, obviously, because, you know, electro stuff, Mm -hmm. copper. But this particular evil stick is a joyous thing. Now, this... I only bought him for because I am bloodbound to it. Right. And I haven't had it used yet in a scene, but I have tested it out. On yourself? On myself. Is this one of those ones where you negotiated with yourself about the different things that you I, do to yourself? Well, I've previously negotiated with myself, so I was able to just jump right into it. But as soon as I got it, which I got during uh, quarantine, so I was impatient and didn't want to <laughs> wait until I could do a scene. So I may have hit myself a couple of times a couple of two, times or, or a couple three of dozen or four times. or five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten anyway um so yes <laughs> i did it i did it on my thighs and i was able to draw blood which like, was the point wait like immediately draw blood or uh well it took me a couple of hits to realize how hard i had to go in order to so break you, skin so you have to hit pretty hard in order to actually draw blood yes i'll hit you with it but a lot depends on Hard is a relative term. You know, I mean, what's hard for me may be like excruciating for somebody else. Right. Or it may not be hard enough. You don't know. But yes, I I mean, do you really want to hit me and risk actually drawing blood? I wasn't actually planning on hitting you that hard with it. But just in case, I mean, these are sharp tips. <clears throat> it's cool. I have a plan. Do you want to feel it? Yeah, I'll touch it. Oh, yeah, that's pretty sharp. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now, I got this beautiful paddle from Tiny Terror toys on etsy 
And what was great is I reached out to them and I said, I see this beautiful spiked evil stick paddle that you have. Can you make me one in pink sparkles? And they said, yes, of course. So tiny terror toys on Etsy. So my next one is called the stiletto. Okay. It is obviously, in a, well, I guess not obviously. <laughs> they can't see anything. No, they can't see shit. It is an electro toy. And it is a very thin rod, and it has kind of a, I don't know, a blunt point at the end, but it's still very, very tiny. Long, thin rod with a tip. This can be done in two ways. You can put it into the aperture itself of the wand, and it conducts straight in, so that's called direct. Or you do something called reverse, which is when the bottom is electrified fully using a hand probe or something like that that they're holding. And then you go use the stiletto and you can do designs and stuff. So what I like to do depends on the person. So if you want a slightly softer, you go in reverse. But if you do it in direct for those people that are really big masochists. So for example. Like me? Like you. I would do this for you, except you don't like electro. No, not a big fan of it. So I was actually going to talk about when I did this with Simple Beauty. Okay. She likes to be written on with this particular item. Oh, that sounds fun. So I can actually write on her skin using this electro, I guess you can almost call it a stylus at that point. And you write words like cum dumpster, (laughs) slut, whore, pig. You know, again, with the humiliation fetish, these you can do a lot of stuff like that. I've signed my name on people's asses. By the way, Bobby, I'm totally coming for you. I have not forgotten. You are getting my name carved into your ass with this stiletto. Okay? Thank you. Did Bobby do something? Yeah, he's been a total brat for like a week. Yeah, he has. So I told him that that's what was going to happen. And I'm just putting it out there. It's happening. Okay. I don't think he'll be upset. No, he'll probably love it, but that's the beauty of it. Anyway, so the stiletto can be used for lots of different things. You can also do it on its side and it creates an entirely different sensation. Not nearly as sharp, not nearly as, well, it won't leave any marks if you do it on its side. It's just a little roll kind of a feeling. But the best part is writing my name on somebody's skin and almost tagging them. Marking them as yours. Yeah. It's um, temporary ownership, I guess you could say, which, you know, gives me a huge power trip. So, (laughs) of course, I love it. But I also really love writing the humiliating words on people. That's uh, that's actually really, really fun. And the, the mar- you could draw a smiley face. You could do that game where you're writing on somebody's back and they have to guess what, what it is. is. Yeah. So you could do like a sun and a flower and a little heart and all those other cute things and they have to guess. That's a really fun game, actually. I haven't done that in a while. The trick with Electro is the less surface area, the more intense the sensation. So this sucker has one of the smallest surface areas of any toy I've ever used. The exception being the dental pick. Okay. That one was crazy. And I've only done that with one person. So yeah, I believe I got this from Comfort Zone up in Maryland. Oh, nice. In College Park. I love that place. Okay. So my next item of all things, the official term for these are boxing hand wrapping inner gloves. It's a mouthful. I know. I looked it up because they're not really boxing gloves. Because wouldn't those be like the big giant red ones that... Or pink. They make them in pink. Oh, okay. This is so that your thumb and your fingers come out. But the point behind this is that you can punch without it hurting your knuckles or your hand. So like protection a little bit. Yeah. Feel it. It's got... They look heavy. They're cushioned. No, No. They're not heavy at all. What is that? Foam? Probably. That's nice. They're squishy. I got this because there are a lot of people who enjoy 
punching as part of their impact. It's incredibly thuddy. (laughs) Watching you punch somebody? It's pretty sad, but (laughs) I'm not very strong. I'll admit that. (laughs) But having these on help. Okay. Because I can worry less about hurting my hand and worry more about hurting their ass. (laughs) Much better. Isn't that much better? Of course, they are black and pink. And I got these, again, from your friendly neighborhood King Store Amazon. And don't forget, if you know any stores that we can go shopping at together and record for a bonus episode, let us know what store that is and what we should look for, perhaps. Oh my God. Or maybe we'll just walk around and find stuff. We'd have to shop at like late at night when the store is a little less empty so that we can talk out loud. You mean a little more empty? Yeah, that too. Sorry. Okay. I need more coffee. <laughs> Don't we all? I know. But uh, I love these because I can really get more of a punch in without hurting my hand. Yeah. And and you want to be able to continue to punch. Yeah. So I love your hand. Would be- oh, my God. When you get a good song on and you're punching. Uh, and it's a good workout. So, you know, I'm losing weight and getting in shape <laughs> while I'm hurting somebody. It's like perfection. It's win, win, win. Yes. The next one I want to talk about, this one holds a very special place in my heart. Once again, I got it from Comfort Zone. And this is one of the very first, I guess you could say, oddball items that I got for my electro kit. Now, I'm staring at it and I have no idea what it is. You don't know what this is? Not really. Okay. Oh, wait, I see sharp things on it. Yes. So it does remind you of the curry comb, right? It does remind me of the curry comb. Right. The curry comb was like my up, almost upgraded version of yeah, this. Yeah, the one that I now own because yeah, yeah, drew Yeah, because I accidentally <laughs> blood bonded her with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to see that video, become a patron. <laughs> oh, good job. Put that <laughs> slipped right, that right that in, in there. Yeah. So this is actually a bandsaw blade. Okay. That has been bent into a loop and attached to a metal pipe that has the inserted part go into the aperture of the wand. So once again, you can put this in direct and the current flows directly into it and then you place this on the skin or indirect, which is where you put me in the position of having the of being the conduit and then I hold this and the electricity flows from me into the bandsaw blade and that's what I use for scratching. Oh nice. It's an electro scratching sensation. So here, give me your arm really quick, okay? But that feels good just like that. Yeah. It's similar to the head scratching one, except we don't put this on the head. This is this is too sharp. It'll get tangled up in the hair. We don't want to do oh, we that. We don't want to mess the hair. No, we don't want to Hard do that. limit. So we do this on hands, back, thighs. A uh, little bit on the back of the neck feels really, really good if you ever want to try that. But this one's really special because when I first got my kit, the only thing that comes in it is the glass probes. You get your wand, you get your glass. That's about it. She said probe. <laughs> probe. Sorry. Medical fetish. What? Yep. No. I guess you could also do alien fetish, but isn't that part of a uh, medical fetish? Is there anybody out there actually who has an alien fetish? I'm sure there has to be. I would love to hear that story of what that fantasy actually is. So if you have an alien fetish and would like to tell us that story, that would be fascinating. <laughs> so I remember going to Comfort Zone and I was specifically looking for something that was different. And I picked up the Lucky Harms that day too. And I, that one is something that I use often, but it's so standard for me now. It's not one of my like more creative, I love this thing favorites. Just a regular. It's just it's a whatever. It It looks like your evil stick, except it's electro and you don't smack people with it. You drag it. The Lucky Harms Heart. Okay. And it's pink. You should Oh, it's it. pink. Yeah. Now you're talking. Now my bandsaw blade isn't pink. The Lucky Harms Aww, stick is. Oh, that is sad. But this one, I remember picking it out. I got it. We went in the car. In the parking lot, I opened up the package and I stuck it down my shirt, down my back, like immediately. <laughs> and I started scratching my back with it, trying to get a feel for it. Because, you know, in the store, you can't 
use the things. You can't feel them because it's in public. You, you just, it's a law. You can't do it. So I busted this thing open the second I got in the car. And before we even left the parking lot, I was just shoving it down the back of my shirt going, <laughs> and daddy was laughing so hard. He almost couldn't pull out into traffic just watching my face with this thing. <laughs> and as soon as we got home, obviously we were playing with this puppy. I bet. I love it. It is definitely a fan favorite crowd pleaser at any event. I bust this thing out all the time, except now that I have the curry combs, which the difference in that one, though, is the curry combs can only be indirect or reverse. There is no spot to plug a curry comb into the aperture. So this one can actually get more intense than the curry combs because it can be plugged in directly. Mm -hmm. So that's my story. Oh my God, are you done hitting yourself yet? No, but I'll stop for a minute to talk about what is one of my all-time favorite toys ever. And this is called the Fire Hose Paddle. Oh, I remember this one. Is that what that was? Yes. And it actually is made from fire hose. Now, I fell in love with the original one that I saw, which was Blues. Okay, yeah. Uh, Hitachi Microphone Girl. Yes. And I needed one that was mine. And I needed one that was, say it with me, folks, pink. pink. So I reached out to our good friend, Sire Don at SireDonLeather.com and said, please, pretty please, can you make me one that is pink? And he did. He said, of course I can make you one that is pink, Rara. Oh my God. I love this toy as both a top and a bottom. It is the best, thuddiest sensation. And you can hit lightly. You can hit hard. And it just feels so good. One of the reasons that I love it as a top is it makes the best sound. It sounds worse than it is, which is fun when you're out in a public place because people will hear it and think, oh, dear God, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> and they will turn around and it just, I can hit at full strength with this. Obviously, on those people who like a little more pain. But for those who like less pain, I hit lighter and they love it just as much. It is just, it is my favorite is probably out of everything. There's just nothing I don't love about this toy. Is that also a mini version? I've seen, I've, I've seen them before and I thought they were bigger. I've seen bigger ones. <laughs> this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it would be bigger. Well, I've seen bigger ones, but you know. I've seen bigger ones. I've used bigger ones. Or I should say I've had bigger ones. (laughs) I honestly don't know if this is his traditional size that he makes or knowing it was for me. (laughs) I got the slightly smaller version. We'll have to ask him. But it is just, I mean, yes, the handle is my size because I do require smaller handles for my smaller hands. Can't I mean, help it. It's pretty cute. Is that one of the things that you're going to be using on me for our upcoming scene? I yes, very much so. Because okay. again, I can go lighter and it won't hurt you as much. But if I can get the sound effects going, I'm going to mess with your head. Okay, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Thuddy scene slash mind fuck. Are you, did you already pick out all the toys that you're going to be using, or do I, I get to choose some? I have not. We have to sit down and go through every toy. And you're going to say yes or no. Okay. Now, I'm going to explain them and try to encourage certain ones. But unless you say yes to a toy, I will not use it on you. Okay. And we'll, we'll we won't go, go anywhere near the spiked toys. I yes, promise. please. No spiked toys. Thank you. No. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. For, for multiple reasons. One being, 
you don't like them. And nope. I, as much as I'm looking forward to hurting your ass, I don't want to turn you off of impact forever and ever. And secondly, because they're blood bound to me. So while you and I have done some fun things, we have, we aren't fluid bound. No. Yet. Well, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. I'm pretty sure that's a thing that's going to be happening relatively soon because how can we not? Yes. But if you have not tried a fire hose paddle, I don't think I can recommend it enough. This is for impact people, one of the most awesomest toys in the entire planet. Do you realize how many words that you said that were not actual words describing this thing? It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm getting my point across. It's awesome. Buy one. My next toy is relatively new. I've been slowly learning this probably over the past year. There's not a whole lot of learning curve to it, I will admit, but it's different than any other electro toy that I have worked with. So I had a really good time learning this one. Thank you so much to the dungeon store for giving this to me to play with and uh, turning me onto it in the first place. I met the sales manager at an event last year up in Pennsylvania. And it was, she just said, hey, you should try this. And I'd never used it before. And I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's an acupuncture pen. And you just turn it on to whatever level. This is at four right now. And the interesting thing is I can do this to myself and it creates a, it's not prickly. It's not like the wand, but it goes much deep. It's almost like the tens. It goes way deeper than the wand. You can call this subcutaneous because it goes beneath oh, the skin. Oh, look at you using fancy words. I did. If I can uh, borrow your arm there, Rara, and maybe you can describe the sensation. Can you feel anything right now? Sorry. You feel nothing, right? Right. That's because I haven't closed the circuit. Oh. Oh, it's like pulsating. Right. And she's dragging it across my forearm here. And I'm feeling it all the way down through my hand into my finger. You're feeling it in your fingers because that's where I'm touching you. Oh, so if so you take your hand I, off? I will not, you won't feel it unless I have my hand on you somewhere. That's weird. Yeah. So I can actually do this on your leg, but I can be touching your fingers and you'll still feel it. That's wild. And I could feel it too. So my fingers touching you were also feeling this. Oh, that's so cool. And, it, you know, it has multiple different levels. It's got different tips that you can do. I, of course, like the smaller one. I feel like the larger flat one doesn't get nearly as much sensation. But, uh, hey, you guys just heard Rara doing a form of electro play live right there. Oh, wow. It's an interesting toy. And like I said, it's one of my favorites because I'm sort of learning the different things that it can do. One of our best instances with this toy was we had a girl um, on my table getting Electro and she saw this and was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, oh, here, let me show you. I gave her a little demo, arms, legs, back of neck, all that good stuff. And then we got a weird idea. We decided to see how it felt on her clit. Oh, goodness. It was Probably one of the best, most exciting scenes that How we How loud did she scream? Oh, it was insane. We had half the party was watching this scene from either the balcony, like the loft area, or just crowded around. And her boyfriend was sitting there just going, what is going on? Sorry, love. I'm pretty sure I gave her a more intense orgasm than oh, uh, fighting words. Yeah, he's going to come after me for that one. But he'll also, <laughs> he's the one that's going to stand there, look at me and just shake his head and be like, yeah, he's going to be very silent about it. But the glare that's going to come off of him is going to be you in trouble. Pretty great, though. I love you. <laughs> anyway, she orgasmed so hard from this thing that we thought we broke her. Can you break from 
a hard orgasm? Look, she froze in place after the orgasm for like a good 30 seconds and wouldn't move. And we started to get a little concerned. (laughs) I've seen one person scream like they were being murdered from an orgasm before, maybe two, but that was on a Sibian. I've never seen it from like a handheld device like this. Wow. It was impressive as fuck. And I love this thing. Another woman I did it to at an event, she has very, very sensitive nipples. And so I used this and I concentrated just on her nipples. And she about came on my table. Fun so stuff. acupuncture pen, guys. It's uh, it's weirdly awesome. I don't awesome. think it's used that way, but... No, you know. we're using it kind of not the way that it was designed, but it works really, really well for electroplay. And it's relatively cheap. And it's, uh, it's a pretty good introduction for what electroplay can be like without having to spend the money on a wand or having to spend money going to see a pro like me who will do it on you. <laughs> it's way cheaper. <laughs> way cheaper. All right, my turn. It is. All right, stand up for this. See if I can get a sound effect for you guys again. I'm just going to stand here and keep hitting myself. You guys talk amongst yourselves. You can hear the like whistle of it when it's coming down. You're going to have a hard time sitting down on your ass now that you've beat the shit out of it. That wasn't that wasn't beating the shit out of that. that was, okay, that well, was foreplay, honey. <laughs> okay, all right. We have vast differences <laughs> in what that word means for sure. All right, what I am using is called the slapper, and this is one, two, three pieces of leather that are attached at the bottom. So when you hit, can you see that? Yes. Oh, I thought they were attached at the top too. No, just at the bottom. Okay. Well, this is cool looking. It's wow. When you pull them apart, it kind of looks like a trident it's like a black leather trident now this is slightlier stingy than thuddy okay not as stingy as if you're using a cane but it is uh more of a stingy sensation and as with pretty much all of my toys it has the ability to be softer or harder and more painful just depending upon how hard you hit. Well, you know, the way I learned it, that is actually the mark of a good toy. If you can use it in multiple different ways than just, you know, one use out of it, that's what makes the toy actually really, really good is the versatility. Now, the one that I have, it's about a foot and a half, I would say at most. So it's not something I would use on the breasts because I don't think you can properly control this size to safely do breast impact, but it's great for your thighs, for your ass, and it is, of course, pink (laughs) and black. This is another great toy that I've gotten from Sire Don. You can get these in smaller sizes. I also have a smaller one from a different vendor that is called the Slut Slapper. Why? It actually says slut slapper on it. (laughs) And that one I do use on the breast because it's smaller and it's more easy for me to control. So I don't have to panic that I might hit face because I don't want to hurt the punum. So we've got- Hurt the what? The punum. It's Yiddish for face. Okay. Okay. I love this toy. This is a lot of fun. So the next thing I want to talk about is once again- Something that you wouldn't normally think of as an electro toy. I I went out of my way to find the weirdest shit that I could (laughs) in my entire kit that wasn't just your standard electro play toys. And every single one of these things I'm probably going to talk about again in our future upcoming uh, electro episode. But here's your taste. What does this sound like to you? Rain. So it is going to be right up Ra-Ra's alley because even though it's not pink. Oh, I should get you one in pink. If I ever do electro play to you again, I'm getting you one of these in pink. Oh, thank you. 
This is one of those things where you can, again, go into a random, well, not random, you go into a store that isn't necessarily supposed to be for kinky stuff, and you come out with a whole bunch of kinky stuff. (laughs) This is from Joanne Fabrics. (laughs) Your other kinky store. (laughs) It is a few yards of metal sequin cloth. One of the first things that I did was I had this idea when I first got my kit was to do different things after I started branching out into different pervertibles that you could get. And I wanted to experiment with different cloth items because in electroplay, if you're wearing like say a cotton shirt, the electricity will go through the shirt and it creates what's called a spark gap. It's like when you hold the electrical implement above the skin and the spark goes from the electrical implement and it jumps. It's that it's that travel thing that's called the spark gap. The cloth creates a spark gap. So I wanted something that was a little different and might make it more intense than just going through cloth. So I went to Joanne's. And funny story, I went through almost every piece of cloth in there. I was there for a solid two and a half hours going through and touching all the cloth. (laughs) They must have looked at you like you were some oddball. I was psychotic because I kept pulling up. So I grabbed, um, you know, those little sections over in the side where they have bins of stuff that you can get for cheap. Yes. I was doing a lot of that. I grabbed mesh. I grabbed silk. I grabbed lace. I grabbed one. And this one I knew obviously would work. It had metal mesh threads woven into it. It was about 33% metal threads woven through the cloth. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. Then this thing caught my eye. It's metal, not plastic. So I knew this would work. Work better, yeah. This is one intense son of a bitch when you electrify it. We turn out the lights, we lay the cloth on the person, and we hit it with either the flag or the lucky harms. And just the streaks, the lightning streaks that goes across this. They're beautiful. And the person can feel it all over their body because of course it travels across this whole cloth. And when you have the lights out, it looks like this glorious lightning show going across the bottom. And it's just beautiful. Again, total crowd pleaser. But back to my thing at Joanne's when I walked up to them and I had all these different kinds of cloth and I was trying to buy it and, you know, tell them I want this many yards for this and blah, blah, blah. She goes, so, uh, what do you need all this different kinds of cloth for? What are you doing with this? Because it was weird. A lot of different kinds of cloth. And I said, oh, um, we're doing a science experiment with the kids of different ways that (laughs) the electricity can conduct cloth so that you know if you're wearing something, don't touch an electric socket. Honest to God, it was the first thing that came out of my mouth and it was completely ridiculous (laughs) bullshit, but it worked. And she goes, oh, okay, you should let me know what the kids find out in their experiment. I was like, okay, sure. (laughs) Did you go back? No, (laughs) I have not seen that person since. Okay, so Dara, (laughs) you might might want to, you know, not pay attention or something. Do My next toy Ah, is an actual disposable skin stapler. (laughs) This particular one comes with 35 wide staples preloaded. And I bought it from your friendly neighborhood kinky store, Amazon. (laughs) Bless you, Jeff Bezos, for having all of these potentially kinky things on your website. This is for stapling. Obviously, it's a stapler. Duh. 
I do my stapling to make things pretty. I staple my body. I staple other people's body. And then I will thread ribbon through it to make it look pretty. Is that how you did the corset that time? Yes, that is exactly how I do corset. I have also used the skin stapler to do predicament play. Oh, yeah. I did a scene where I had staples put in my thighs and staples put in my boobs. And then string went between the staples. So... If my feet were up in the air, it was comfortable, but there was pressure obviously on my stomach muscles. If I put my legs down, it took the pressure off my stomach muscles, but then it pulled on the staples causing pain. So that was the predicament. And that is a lot of fun too, for those of us who might be a little bit masochistic or sadist. Or insane? Okay. What I call sadism, you call insanity. I accept that. (laughs) You own that. I own my sadomasochism. These come already put together so that they are sanitary, they're safe. Once you've used them on a person, they should only be used on that same person. They are not to be shared unless you are blood bound with them, in which case then obviously you can. I um, have shared mine with Simple Beauty because we have become accidentally but kept it blood bound. (laughs) So this isn't just you can't do this with your regular average office depot stapler. Please don't. These are the exact type of things that are used in hospitals and emergency rooms when you've got a wound and instead of stitching it up, you staple it closed. Ew. No bueno. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I think it's very bueno. No bueno. (laughs) Mucho bueno. I don't know. My Spanish (laughs) sucks. (laughs) <laughs> That's okay. Somebody you were talking about the coffee and water challenge the other day uh, or this morning. And I was like, ¿Por qué no los dos? I don't so why un- not both? Okay. I don't understand. All right. I'm going to stick to my English here so I don't offend anybody with my really, you just really went bad off in Yiddish Spanish. a few minutes ago. Okay, but I know how to speak Yiddish. Okay. So I won't offend anybody because I'm speaking it properly. I don't want to offend anybody with my really, 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 really bad Spanish. I mean, I've got the vocabulary of a two-year-old, but- <laughs> So you buy these preset as soon as you use them, you throw it out. They do not get reloaded. And it also usually comes with the kit with a special stapler remover that please use so that you don't leave any permanent scarring or have issues because you've tried to yank it out improperly. No, don't do that. Okay, we'll change the subject so that that doesn't hurt you anymore. Whoa, she scared me. (laughs) This... Is a Tessin. It's pretty. It is. It's spectacular. I mean, once again, it's not pink, but other than that flaw, it's it's pretty. It's black and it has dragons on it. And I definitely, I kind of want to get a purple one with phoenixes on it or like a red one. It's, it's a cheapy version of it, but it does the trick. So it's not an actual Tessin. It's modeled after it. A Tessin is a Japanese fighting fan. It has metal blades and a silk cover. The actual fan part is made of silk and The sensations that you can get out of this thing are just, they're so delicious. It again, with the silk, creates a spark gap and then you can turn it over and you use the actual metal parts, which can be kind of scratchy at the end. So there's lots of different sensations you can get from this. Plus, I genuinely adore the shock and the mind fuck that I can get from making that noise. Well, yeah, it'll make people jump. It made me jump and I knew it was coming. Yeah, you actually watched me unload this thing and you still jumped. Imagine being prone on- That's a technical term. Yeah, right. Did you just say technical? (laughs) I don't know anymore. Okay. Imagine being prone on the massage table after you've had all of these other sensations. Maybe you've gotten the the acupuncture pen. Maybe you've gotten some soft rabbit fur, some scratching. And then all of a sudden, I pop out of nowhere with... Oh, goodness. And the echo 
usually is enough to make most of the crowd jump. It doesn't work in like high powered places like big clubs and everything. But if you're in a small private dungeon or if you're in a private session, this thing is so much fun. But you can do, again, so many different things with it. You can rub the silk for one different sensation. You can flip it over on the metal and you can do another sensation. You can make it very wide and trail it across both legs at the same time. You can close it up and do one single line of the metal down the person's spine. It's incredibly Mm. versatile, incredibly fun. And it's pretty. It is. It's beautiful. I need a few more. (laughs) (laughs) I want a dual wheeled Tessens. Oh, I'll ha- maybe I'll get. I'll find you a pink one. Sure, and then I'll be pink and black, just like your entire dungeon. So, sure, yeah, gotta represent. <laughs> Can I have one with a phoenix on it? Because I'm kind of getting obsessed with phoenixes right now. I'll look for one. Okay, pink one with a phoenix on it. I'll see what I can arrange. Okay, sure. Okay. So for my last paddle, this is my brand new one that I just recently got because I saw it at Etsy and it spoke to me. It did. It spoke to me. It said, buy me. I'm sure it did. I think I know which one you're talking about. Well. Yep. That was it. It's pink and it says right on it, princess in silver glitter writing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, we know you love to hit yourself with the slappers. Why did you get this particular paddle, Rara? Oh, no, I didn't get this one to hit you. Okay. I got a different one to hit you. Oh. Mm. I got the one that says pink kink on it. Oh, Jesus. That if I can hit you just right, it will actually leave the words pink kink on your ass. Oh, good luck with that. I will wiggle. Yeah, well, it's not even just that. I think in order to do that, I have to hit it harder than probably you would be comfortable with. But maybe we can find someone to test it out on my ass. <laughs> I'd be happy to oblige. Okay. <laughs> but this one I actually got so that I would have a smaller paddle that I could use for breast impact as well as ass impact. Because again, as I've been talking about throughout this episode, unless I feel confident that I can control it, I don't like to use it for breast impact because there's obviously less space and you're getting dangerously close to the face and I don't want to mess up anybody's face. It's just perfect size for my little hands. So I can hit lightly for just some sensation to warm things up. Or I can whack. How? That was my thumb. Sorry. Okay, you deserve that. I know. <laughs> well, just because I say ow doesn't mean I don't like it. <laughs> True. <laughs> for me, on the other hand, uh, me saying ow is like, I don't like it. Let's see it. if I can get it better on my thigh or something. Okay, now I'm happy. I'm pretty sure they heard that. I like that. That was good. This is my beautiful princess paddle. And I got this on Etsy from a company called Soft Kinky. Cute. My last toy is one of my most prized possessions for electroplay. This is called the E-Stim 2B Electro Power Box. Oh, that's a fancy name. It is. It is the 2B is one of the most top of the or line tennis unit. I, that okay. was the question? Yeah, no, you're always <laughs> 2B. I love this I'm puppy. I'm sorry, I can't help it. Sometimes I'm bad. You're pretty much always bad. That's you. This has about 100 different levels on it, and a lot of people can't feel it until you get to about 30, you know, 25, 30 thereabouts. I've had someone take it up to probably 50 or 60, nothing really extreme. It has 17 different modes, and there's things like continuous, obviously, the electricity continuously goes through. There's bounce where it goes through two different sections and you can have it on two different parts of your body and they'll bounce between. There's pulse. There's milking. (laughs) Sorry. Mm -hmm. My mind is going to a very bad place. That's exactly where it's supposed to go. Okay. Because one of the things you can get with this, you can hook up two silicone 
cock rings, which I happen to have right here with me. Oh, yeah. And usually for demos, I'll put it on a finger. You put one on the bottom, cinch it, and then put one on the top. And the electricity goes between them, and it takes your entire finger. Now, putting that on a cock, the electricity goes throughout the whole cock. Ooh. And the milking sensation, it does exactly what you're thinking. Oh. There's also the waterfall where it goes top, top to, to bottom. bottom. And it okay. Goes, it's a hard start, and then it goes slowly down, and then down, it picks back down, up again. Down. There's the waves, which is a soft start, and then it builds up, and then it kind of slowly recedes back again. So like I said, you basically, one of the first things I do with somebody when they want to use this particular unit is I sort of walk them through what each and every sensation is, and then we figure out what their sweet spot is. And then that's what I continue to do until they scream and tell me to stop. (laughs) In a good way. They're always screaming in a good way. But I especially love this one. And I believe I got it from Mr. S Leather. They're based in California. I ordered it offline. Their customer service is glorious. I had to discuss with them a little bit about what it was I wanted. And this is the one that they recommended. So I went for it. It is on the expensive side. This one, just the unit alone was about $400. So it's not something that you do just because. Like I said, I do this professionally. So I use the money that I got from my different sessions to to buy this thing. And then I got the power kit to go with it. There's a little accessory kit. That one is super cool. And because the 2B especially, one of the reasons I went for it was because if you put it down and you hit this one certain mode, it will pulse the electricity to the beat of the music. That is cool. The accessory kit that I got, you can hook it up to the computer and you can DJ music and choose whatever song you want. And the 2B goes with that. There's also a microphone. So you can do it without hooking it up to the computer. But then the really fun part is putting it right next to the bottom's face and letting them scream. Then their scream sets it off. Oh, wait a minute. Their scream sets it off? Yes. If you put the thing right up to their face in the microphone, they go, ah, and then it shocks you just because you made that noise. Oh, that's cool. So it's a little bit of a, a mind game with it because the more they yell, the more they get shocked. shocked which means they yell some more. Right. So it's great fun. Wow. I love it. Predicament play with Electro. <laughs> It's great. But that is most definitely one of my all-time favorite pieces of equipment that I use. And again, you can use it for things other than, you know, stimulation electro play. You can use it if you got a pain in your back or in your knee. It's pretty good for that. a pain in your ass. I mean, I can give you a pain in your ass. (laughs) I am the pain in your ass. Oh, and then the other thing you can do with it is you can put the pads, the sticky pads across on either side of your asshole and turn this thing up. (laughs) Okay. And you get electrical sensations across your asshole. (laughs) I'm going to have to take your word for it. (laughs) I will get you to try that at some point, I swear. Maybe we'll have to make that another patron challenge. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, you did it now. That is happening. I am texting the Patreon group right now. (laughs) Okay. Sometimes my mouth gets me in trouble. Sometimes? Okay, I tell you all the time, my autobi... Easy for me to say. My autobi... <laughs> <laughs> One more time. I should be videoing this for TikTok right now. Just watching Rara try to talk. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> my autobiography is going to be titled, Seemed Like a Good Idea at the Time. And I think that's where we're going to end this episode. <laughs> So please check out the show notes for the links to the vendors whose names we could remember. (laughs) We apologize to those whose we could not remember. Sorry, some of these we've had in our arsenal. 
How's that? Oh, Arsenal. I do like that. We've had it in our arsenal for a long time. So it's hard to remember exactly where we got them from. But it's okay because they won't know. Maybe they listen. How are they going to know every single thing that they've ever sold? I don't know. But we hope we've given you some ideas of different toys that you would like to get. If you have any favorites that you want to share, post them on social media and tag Pink Kink Podcast so we can check them out. And don't forget, if you have any really cool stories about places that we can go to shop for pervertibles, we can do that as an extra special bonus episode. Rara and Dara go shopping. Woo! Thank you for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered, or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail, and maybe it will be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife at the handle Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.